welcome to Tongues of Fire, where truth and love will be uncovered by the Word of God. Welcome to this podcast today. Um, I am so encouraged to be doing this uh, other episode for you guys today. Today we'll be going through a couple of verses uh, in Proverbs, and there's some uh, psalm in there, and we will be covering mostly wisdom, uh, but as well as knowledge and foolishness so uh we're gonna dig into these bible verses soon i really hope that it encourages you guys and that it would be um, a blessing it would be a revelation and that it would be something that would uh, stir up in your hearts and possibly um be used for you to grow deeper into prayer and to uh, seeking the lord's face especially in this time of this coronavirus um going on and that we would be ready as the church that we would ourselves get ready um and be let the lord transform our hearts even more that we are sanctified even more um to be more like jesus to be more um people that are more ready to surrender uh so we're able to be used for those that don't know the lord and preach the gospel to unbelievers with all boldness. And if any unbelievers or people that don't consider this some their themselves Christians that is listening, I, I I would still encourage you to stay and listen because this is this is the word of God and the word of God is for all um for all humanity uh, to know about. So uh, thank you for tuning in again. And let's dive in uh, after I say a small prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you so much for today. I thank you for all the good things, all the mercy, Father God, all the grace that you have had upon um, just everybody, Lord, and upon me, Father. And I thank you, Father God, for your goodness in my life. And I pray, Father, that every single person listening, Father, that you would touch their hearts, that you would begin to open their hearts to receive, Lord, um, your word and what I'm about to um, show and teach, Father God, that um, the people would be willing, Father God, to just listen to your voice, Holy Spirit. We invite your Holy Spirit to come in, Lord, and that you would be the one um, convicting and teaching and showing, Father God, the things that are in our hearts, Lord. Um, I pray that if there's any wicked way in us, Lord, that you would reveal it to us and that you would, Father, be the one Lord, our number one God, our, that you would be all that that we surrender to, Father, that we would not have idols in our hearts. I pray that you reveal anything that gets in the way between you and us, Lord. And we thank you, Lord. Be the leader, Lord, Holy Spirit, or be the one that reveals truths to, to our hearts. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so let's let's go in. Um, first, Proverbs 1, 20 through 22. Uh, here it says wisdom shouts in the streets she cries out in the public square she calls to the crowd along the main street to those gathered in front of the city gate how long you simpletons will you insist on being simple-minded how long will you mockers relish your mocking how long will you foolish hate knowledge and now that's one and i'm gonna go through every single one at the end after i'm done reading all the verses that i have so now we're going to read Proverbs 1, 7. It says, fear, the Lord, the fear of the Lord is a foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. And now we're going to go to Proverbs 9, 10. 
says, Fear of the Lord is a foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. And now this last... There's two more, actually. Um, we're going to go through... Uh, pro, uh, Psalms 14. 1. It says, Only fools say in their hearts, There is no God. They are corrupt, and their actions are evil. Not one of them does good. And then Proverbs 1.29 says, For they hated knowledge, and chose not to fear the Lord. Okay, so those are the verses that I have here that the Lord really spoke to me on when it comes to, like I said, there's three. <clears throat> First, I was just wanting to go through wisdom. But it's almost like God can, God in his word can separate um, in these verses, knowledge and foolishness, it's like wisdom or like foolishness, knowledge and wisdom kind of go together. And there's a reason for it, I believe. Um, and we're going to break down these verses. And so first I'm going to share what, what I, what popped out to me in these three categories. And then we're going to go verse to verse. So on, um, number one was foolishness, right? It says, Foolishness is this. This is the lack of good sense of judgment. Basically, it does not fear or respect God. A person doesn't believe there is accountability or justice for their sins. Like the Bible teaches, and we know this by the way that people reject God's way by the way that they live their lives. Just like what we just read, I believe it was in one of these verses, which we'll go back and break it down. Number two, knowledge. What does that mean? It's basically knowing or being aware of something, having understanding, or not understanding, but like knowing, being aware of something, right? Like, for example, knowing about God, knowing about what he says. And um, number three would be wisdom. Wisdom is insight and knowing what to do and applying it. Wisdom, if it's even more, it goes even further. It's actually knowing applying it to our lives not just knowing it but also applying it to our one's life because of the knowledge that we have that is wisdom so now we can go back to these um bible verses breaking it down one by one so the first one was proverbs 1 20 through 22 so it's talking about wisdom right it's calling it a she and this is the wisdom of God. Since wisdom shouts in the streets, so it's loud, it's in the streets, it's for everyone to see. That's one thing I noticed, that it's in the streets. It's not hiding itself under a bed. She's crying out in a public square. She calls to the crowds and she's loud, calling to everybody, right? Saying these things. This is the wisdom of God speaking to humanity. How long will you simpletons? That's another word for foolish for a foolish person how long basically how long will you foolish people will uh, be insist on being foolish how long will you mockers relish your mocking you know today nowadays we see a lot of people mock god and mock his ways mock jesus christ mocking that 
oh, well, there's how many songs have been made about going to hell and party and hell and all these things. They make fun of God or, or, or crucifying Jesus in, in gay parades or things like that. Just, just an example, not to target any type of group. I'm just giving examples of what comes to my mind of the ways that people mock God. And it says, how long will you fools hate knowledge? How long will you? Because in what reminds me is like people that don't, they hate knowledge. They can't even have wisdom because they, you first have to have knowledge, right? But they even reject knowledge. They don't even want to know about God. They don't even care. They have us in their heart. And the Bible says that everybody knows there's a God. But I think they don't care to know more about him. And so they don't even get to, to that first step. Okay, so now we're going to go to Proverbs 1-7. It says, Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. So why do you think that people don't come to the Lord? Because they hate, they despise wisdom. They don't want to be told what to do. They don't like discipline. They don't like to to have discipline of, of, of what God is telling them. You know, it's like a rebellion against the Lord. And it says, fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge. That is what true knowledge is. True knowledge is fearing God, fearing the Lord, having reverence for Him, having respect for our Creator. Um, now let's go to Proverbs 9.10. It says, fear of the Lord is the foundation, the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. So, uh, basically, is knowing of uh, the fear of God is is the foundation of of us having wisdom, right? Knowing what to do in our life, knowing what God wants for us. We are not, uh, we're not made to be our own. You know, when the fall when um, the fall of in the garden happened, we went our own way, but it didn't stop us from. From still being accountable to God, it didn't stop us from still being people that were under God, but we still ch- choose our way every day. And God doesn't want that; He still wants us to to know Him and, and follow Him in His ways. He still has a standard for us. And um, anyway, so it says, um, so the fear of of God is the foundation of that wisdom of knowing how to live our life and what He wants and asks of us. Right, and then knowledge of, of his holiness of this it's, it's it's interesting how it says holy one, right? So we have good judgment. Good judgment is, is wisdom, right? Really having that knowledge gives us wisdom of God, God's holiness, of God's of who God is and what he wants from us as humanity, of his uh, as his creation, right? So that's um another one. Okay, so now we will go to Psalm 14, 1, where it says, it's another one where it, it describes a fool. It says, only fools say in their hearts, there is no God. They are corrupt and their actions are evil. None of them does good. So it it just shows us that even though maybe they don't say it, notice how it says in their hearts, they say there is no God. People can say, I believe in God, I don't believe in God. But if we really believed in God, if we really um we're wise people and not foolish because if we're not if we're not wise then we're foolish people right and if we're foolish people we are denying that there is a god by the way that we live because we're not we don't have that fear of god remember the beginning of of wisdom is 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 uh, the fear of the lord right so 
if we don't fear God, we don't think that we have um, accountability to Him, that there's no sense of justice, that we think we're going to just get away with the way that we live, the way that we treat others, the way everything about that we do. We all fall short. I'm not trying to sit here and try to make it seem like I'm so perfect. I'm not. Which I'm going to share a little bit after. Um, for those that don't know the Lord, I'm going to share the gospel. And how you can, you know, have this um, <clears throat> this, uh, this wisdom and, and, and live for the Lord. And it's not just a list of rules. But there is, um, God does expect for us to live for him and not for ourselves not for this world not not thrive in our sin um but anyways um as we were reading this this is what the lord um shows right and one last one sorry i I forgot there's one more proverbs 129 it says for they hated knowledge and or wait or i think i did go through this sorry and it says and i chose not to fear the lord for they hated knowledge they didn't want to know about god they didn't care to know about god it's almost like people just cover their ears and they don't want to hear about god and chose they chose not to fear the lord see how in all of these scriptures we see how there's these three words foolishness knowledge and wisdom right and fear of the lord so it's like that respect that reverence for god and in the way, the reason why people don't, um, is because they don't like, they hate, um, they hate someone telling them what to do. They hate discipline. And, um, yeah, they, they don't want, they don't want to hear, um, what God has to say because it will contradict their lifestyle. And, um, so, but I would encourage you if you're a person that, um, a person that doesn't follow the Lord, I would encourage you to to know that there is hope and um, to know that even through all your wrongdoings, there's a God that loves you, that created you. There's a God that wants you to surrender your life to Him and that even though the, the way that you live in the sins of this world and the way of this culture, the way of just this whole world, that... It might seem pretty good. It might seem like you're just thriving in this world. But just know this, that there is accountability for for all of our, our actions, all of our sins. And that there's only way that we can be washed away uh, from our sin. That all our, of our sins can be washed away. There's only one way that we can be forgiven only one way that we can be transformed only one way that we can have um all those sins wiped away and have a clean record because we've all fallen short just like we read um and and, and i would encourage you to read romans 3 um i think it's 1 2 and 3 but we have to um really surrender to the lord and and know that there is accountability for our sins no matter how many good deeds we've done, um, there's people that even in, in this world that commit a crime, and when they go to jail and they go to court, um, the judge doesn't let them go because they have a whole list of good things they've done in their life. They're going to be judged for the one crime they've committed, no matter what they did yesterday, no matter how good they were and how many good deeds and how much they gave to charity. 
the judge will not base their judgment off of those things, off of those good things. And a lot of people are so deceived with thinking that they can some way bribe God with their good deeds. And it's not true. Even in this world, a judge wouldn't take that. That wouldn't be a good judge. Just like God. He's a good judge and he's a loving father, but he he he's also just and he does not change and he will not compromise who he is for us. And so he's going to give us what we deserve and that would be death, that would be hell. But there is good news because God is also loving and merciful that he sent his only begotten son as John 3:16 talks about. And so when we read about this, it means that those that believe in him will have everlasting life. Our sins will be blotted out as we ask him to forgive us of our sins. It's not just a prayer and then we're done. No, it is surrendering and making him Lord and making him our center of, of everything. He says, abide in me because without me, you can do nothing. We have to continually seek after him every day and have a relationship with him. And that is the only way that we're able to have a change and transform a life because he still expects for us to, if he died for our sins, why would we live for, why would we still continue to live in our sinfulness if that is exactly why he was on the, went to the cross was for us to be set, not only be forgiven and set free, but to live a new life for him, live a life of holiness. Are we going to be perfect? No. But it, the thing is, is that we have to continually turn away from the things of this world and turn to the Lord. Is he not worth living for? He died for us to be set free, to have an abundant life. An abundant life, to me, is living in freedom from sin. And yeah, we're not going to be completely free from it because we're still sinners, you know. But the thing is, is that I always say this. Every time that I feel like compromise with sin, I feel so miserable. It, sin brings destruction every single time. You see it with people that sleep around. They, they, go, they put themselves in a very high risk to get a disease. You know, a sexual transmitted disease. They put themselves at risk of getting pregnant or getting someone pregnant outside of marriage. And just having, um, not having a family unit because they just slept with a stranger. Those are just two examples, right? And so that's the consequence of our sin. And that's why God has guidelines of how we should live our lives. And like it says right here, you know, that fools despise wisdom and discipline. They don't want to hear that. But if you're a person today that pos that doesn't, hasn't surrendered the life to, to, to Jesus, I will tell you this, be wise today, choose knowledge today and knowing this God and knowing that he wants you to live a full life of victory, that he doesn't want you to continue in just this filth of sin that we are all born with, that we're born as sinners and we just know the ways of this world, but there's a God that loves you, a God that came to die for you, to forgive you, to wipe away every evil deed that we've all committed. But now he says to come to him and trust in him, to make him your Lord, to have a relationship with him and have the fear of the Lord, knowing that there is a God that yes, he's loving, but he's also just and that he um, wants to give you more understanding and knowledge of who he is. Learn about him, know about him. 
and apply it to your life. I promise you won't regret it. There's nothing more better than living fully for Christ. But anyways, I, I'm going to um, be done with this uh, podcast. I will be making a second part um, more about kind of more of how what the Bible says about applying this. And, and if you're a believer, but then there's some parts of you in your heart that you're not fully surrender. I would just encourage you, brother or sister, that you would just uh, seek the Lord that you would continue to read his word. It is his word, okay? That is going to bring you that uh, wisdom, bring you that fear of the Lord and, and that reverence for him. Sometimes I think as believers, we have lost that. And I think that sometimes um, we get so distracted with this world. And But in this time of coronavirus, the Lord has shaken me even more to make me realize like, hey, I want you to be hot for me. I don't want you to be cold or to be lukewarm i want you to be hot i want you to be a person that is all the way in not one foot in one foot out no let's be people that truly surrender and love the lord i would encourage you read revelations one through one two and three which church are you in those in those verse in those scriptures i would encourage you which which one of those churches do you which category are you in so i would encourage you read it and um, just continue to 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 uh, not only serve the Lord but uh, seek Him, seek His wisdom, seek seek Him with all your heart, especially in this time that we have so many time. A lot of us are staying home. I would encourage you to continue to preach the gospel to your loved ones, to those around you, to your social media. Uh, answer the, to the calling of God because I believe that He wants to use every believer and equip them to go out and do His work to. To teach and disciple and, and, and bring others to him. Anyways, God bless you guys. I will be doing another um, episode. I'm hoping sometime later this week. Maybe over the weekend. Or the beginning of next week. God bless you guys. I love you guys. And uh, have a good night. <laughs>